Hello, this is Kumba CK, this is Connor, and this is episode 56. My guest today is me from Hanoi. Me, how are you? Hi, how are you? Yeah, good, pretty good. I'm doing good. This is your first podcast? Yeah, for podcast with you. Yeah, true. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Disclaimer, we are in Fuwok on holiday, and yeah, we met at the rabbit hole, shout out rabbit hole, and I was like, yeah, come on a podcast, and you were like, yeah, sure. Yeah, I was so yeah. down. Like, I love the spontaneous thing, though. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty Always. fun. I wish I'd remember this conversation, <laughs> but still, not to worry. So do you mind then telling me about your background then in Hanoi? Uh, yeah, so I'm um, from Hanoi. I was born there. Used to live in Ho Chi Minh City for like three years. I'm working in IT company now, German one. Um, 31 years old with a kid, uh, 7 years old. Got divorced like 4 years and a half ago. That's basically the background. <laughs> yeah, okay, cool. Um, so, do you mind telling me then, uh, so you got married? I got married before and I okay, got divorced cool. like 4 years and a half ago, yeah. Right, okay. Do you mind telling me about that or do you not want to get into uh, it? No, it's fine. Uh, it's, it's not, it's not a, well, it's, it's my first love. He was mm. my first love. And got married very, very early, like traditional Vietnamese. Yes. Uh, I got married right after the graduation. So it's like 22, wow, okay. very, very young. Yeah. That's my dream, the whole dream of my life since I was in like secondary school was like marrying a guy and like get a baby. <laughs> so I married him right away. I still remember like after six months, six months dating him, I think. I got, I got to talk to my mom. I was like, mom, I need to marry this guy. I love him, love him that much. Um, yeah, the, the marriage has been there for like four years. I've been loved for like two years, so it's like total like six years, seven years. We had a kid, um, but it's not really a it's not really a healthy marriage for me. Yeah, sure. Kind of like um, under kind of physical abusement. Mm. So yeah. Right. Okay. We, we we need to stop also because he cheated. Right. So, I see. Yeah. yeah. So that kind of how it came about, and then your you have a young son. Is that correct? Yeah. Yeah. Got whole full custody up. Okay, cool. Yeah. yeah, he's seven and he is at a international school? A private school. Private yeah. school in Hanoi. Okay, yeah. cool. Yeah, that sounds Lovely. sweet. So then, you obviously go through that. Um, working in IT, you are also into Muay Thai. Yeah, we do Muay Thai. Do it's like a more? hobby. Yeah. Um, it's very, very, very... It's also a very spontaneous <laughs> thing I'm doing in... When I was first in Ho Chi Minh City, back three years ago or something, I saw like a banner of people like doing boxing in Muay Thai. And I was like, oh, I want to try this because I uh, absolutely I suffer from an abused uh, marriage before. Mm. But I wanted like, oh, I need to protect myself. It started from there. And then when I trained, I started to feel like, oh, that's my passion. I want to do it more. And now I'm doing more intensively into like fighting, not only just like, you know, training. It's like sure. training for a fight is so different. It's more excited for me. It's more exciting for me. Yeah. That's why. What is it about Muay Thai that makes you really enjoy it? Uh, firstly, I think it's like kind of a hobby because I, I'm really into uh, sports in general. I, I used to play basketball when I was in high school and university. And it's just like a sporty thing. And for me, it's like keeping something as a, as a hobby is really good for you. And also, like, um, since I got a little bit of a Muay Thai technique, I feel like confident when I'm going out or about everything. Like, you, you, you feel safe with yourself. Like, you, you know how to protect yourself. And it's also like, um, I want to give, I'm not really like inspire a woman, but also like I want to give the woman an image of like, you can still be uh, doing some sports and you know, very aggressive sport and still like being pretty and <laughs> yeah, sure. charming, attractive or something like that. It's not, it's not, it's a combination. It's really good though. Yeah. Do you think there is more of say a stigma towards women who want to get involved in these combat sports? Well, I, I need to. I I can say that there's not many um, women, but nowadays they're more open and they want to try it. They everyone wants to try it, mm. and maybe they find it like a, a hobby also, like myself. 
but it's also like they have a lot of um, I don't know fitness and they try to like mixing it a little bit with boxing where I can give a woman many options still you don't need to you don't need to to be involved in the combat thing you don't need to be involved in the fighting you still can do boxing for fitness so yeah of course so, yeah. I like that aspect from it yeah, so yeah. then you had a, how many fights have you had? Um, especially not a professional fight, just an amateur one. I got like one MMA and two boxing one. Cool. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And how did they get, how did they go? Uh, it's going well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You won them all? Um, no. Well, it's like it's not a, it's not a professional one, so they, they call it draw all the time. Oh. But we, we you know how when you win, so yeah. Yeah, I sure. Think. <laughs> In your view, you won. So. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that makes sense, right? That's how it's crucial, right? And so you've done that then for three years. Uh, are there any other sports that you are doing or that you want to get involved in? Well, I still, I still do. I still <coughs> sometimes doing basketball once in a while. I play with my mates. We back in the in high school, mm. and uh, that's it. I spend most of my time in Muay Thai now. Very, very commit to the sport. So I, I went to the gym. I went up to the gym every day, even like on holidays. Still fight sometimes to go into the gym or the, or the boxing fight club in yeah, the sure. in the cities that I'm traveling to. Oh, okay. So like I'm keeping a very, very commit to the sport now. So yeah, yeah. but we mixing a lot. So my coach in back in Hanoi, he mixed. A boxing skill with like crossfit with like cardio running mm. so we kind of like involved in, in every sports once in a while sure yeah. which is which is nice and also like uh, interesting mm. and then when you go to say Fuok or, or Natrang do you find gyms there and do you turn up and train yeah so that's a really nice thing so I don't, I'm not sure like and it happens a lot in Westerners I believe if you're a fighters and you went to you go to some other cities and you contact them the boxing fight there the boxing club there and they just like give you some options like oh you can go there and they, they, they arrange people to spar with you once in a while okay it's cool. really really nice that's why i say that you have a hobby and you commit to that and you know what you're doing so that you can fight your community everywhere it's like a community of people doing muay thai or boxing everywhere in vietnam yeah sure that's why you can stick with that you get new friends i got new friends every time yeah of course there's something that's popped into my head has there ever been a situation say i don't know in a bar or on the street where knowing muay thai has really helped you um, I actually just experienced it in debt holiday. It's okay. not really like about about um, multi skill or something, but it was really vulnerable in the middle of a street, in the middle of a night, and was so drunk. Holiday mood, you know. Yeah. Sure. We all know. Yeah, we did. <laughs> so we got into the grab, I think, and then he kind of like kind of like harassed or something, and he got oh, it's really really long story. He got him into the hotel, like really like drove me into the hotel to to try to do some bad things, I believe. Uh, and I think like that's a moment where it was like, okay, I got some skill. I need to protect myself. But yeah. I just like, I'm not. I can't do anything. I'm a woman. I'm very small. You can see. Um, I'm very very small. So I think punching him or like doing some tumultuary technique is like impossible. It's like he just like flipped me away. By the way, but uh, I think it's also like you feel confident about just defense. Sure. Like you feel confident about breaking him. It's like okay, I need to go back. Draw me back. Yeah, sure. And, and that's the moment I feel like okay, I got I got some. A lot of confidence in, in myself doing my thing. Mm. That's, yeah. I think that's the. So this yeah. brings me nicely to a point: is that are there any, say, when you face your challenges, so mm. for example, the marriage or yeah. anything else, what techniques do you use to come back to a place where you feel happy again? Is it mainly through martial arts, or do you use anything else? Um, like. Be, mm, I think for now, I think training really, really like helped me with 
going through depression sometimes. Yes. I experienced a lot of depression work after giving birth and have a baby. You have a very busy life. You got a depression once in a while. Dating, guys, boys. But I think training, it's, that's why I say that for a woman, I'm not sure for a man, I can't tell for you guys. But I think for a woman, it's very, very important to, get, to have a hobby yes. that you stick with this. Then when you got through some hard time, tough time, you have, okay, we need a training, for example, that it helps you a lot, like, you know, ex exposing your energy and then just like, okay, defense with all the negative. And that's, I think that's a good point. It's also like with a woman who's like in a marriage, mm. like in a family, they, fight, they hardly find a time for themselves and stuff. So that's why we, we should probably skip all the hobbies and we have a baby and stuff. But like, I think it's really important, really, really important for women to have a hobby. Mm. Yeah, I, keeping, I also agree. Yeah. Yeah, I think with me in this podcast, I know it's slightly different to martial arts, but it's yeah. huge to have a hobby and something that I like where yeah. I can meet people as a result, like here. Yeah. I can go around and do it when I travel. True. Same with you, with the walk and the train. And so I think hobbies are really overlooked, but so important. Yeah, so important, like especially. I think it's like, it's it helps a lot for you too when you, when you, you know, in the middle, sometimes you're confusing with your life. You confuse your life. You're in the middle of nowhere, and you're gonna stick like, okay, we need to stick with something that we like to do. Yeah. And yeah. You make if you make money over it, then it's perfect, right? It's a bonus, right? Yeah. yeah. But there's a Japanese concept, ikigai, where if you find something that ticks these four boxes, then you're gonna smash life. It's uh -huh. something you're good at, something that provides value, something. Yes, yeah, something you're good at, something you enjoy to do, something mm. that provides value, and something you can get paid for. Now, the first three, <laughs> you can take off pretty nicely. It's just the fourth one, the money, but I'm sure it can come. Yeah, 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 yeah. it will come one day. I think the more you commit with something, so the more you are professional at that, then, yeah, then, yeah. then, then, then you, you're good. Yeah. yeah. Was, have you had any financial benefit from the fighting? Well, we started to have it. Like, so we're now sitting with the Boxing Federation in Vietnam. So we got we got sparring and fighting every two weeks or something. So they paid for it a little bit. And after that, we also aiming me and my coach aiming to go to Thailand for for fightings for sure, just for hobby. We're yeah, not sure. we're not aiming for be a professional. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, it's like we also get paid like get money from that fight also in in, in Thailand when the yeah. board is open again whenever you're normal normal. Yeah, cool. That yeah. brings me nicely to the final question, I suppose. Is any aims for the future? This can be in martial arts or in beyond that. In your own life, what uh, are you looking to achieve? Uh, for now, I, because I have a baby. Yeah, so my life was like, I, I always want to uh, grow up with him <laughs> until he's 18, something like that. I will move to a beach, I don't know, city, yeah. to have a hostel there. And then maybe teaching English for kids around okay, and having cool. boxing kids around, boxing for women around. And yeah, that's I think that's good. a life that's I'm a, aiming yeah. for. That's a dream. Big dream, I know. Yeah, it can happen. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that sounds good, yeah. Maybe Fuwak or Nutrang. Oh, Quinyon. That's, that's my that aim. Place? Yeah. Okay, I'm never been the box already. Really? No, yeah. it's okay. That's one of my next on my hit list for Vietnam. Oh, so, we need yeah. to do that. I know. For yeah. I've, heard, I've seen the pictures. I've seen, heard the reviews, and it looks so beautiful. But it's not just beautiful. The people there are so nice. Oh, really? They're, they're incredibly nice. Like, so mm. nice. Yeah. So you get yourself a gym there and a hostel. Yeah, a gym, a hostel, an English. I don't know, class for babies and kids. That's good. Yeah, that's the dream. Well, me, thanks very much for coming on. Appreciate it. Thank you, it. Connor, yeah. for having me. I like the spontaneity, spontaneity of it. Yeah, <laughs> all the very best for your future. Lovely. Have a good day.